It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Maria? Hey, hey, Lindsay, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? Good, good. Oh, I am so glad that the whole tax thing is over. That was <laughs> oh my word. That sounded pretty <laughs> intense. Well, I mean, I can't really complain much. Like I said in the email, and it really just, it was a situation we didn't expect ourselves to be in because the year before, Really, the the first year I didn't really charge many people because I was trying to figure yeah. it out. And the second year I did charge people, but I was also I had two clients that I kept um, part time that were more like um, I don't know. I just worked for them, like doing operations for their ministry. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh-huh. And so I only had the business part time the year before. And so I actually operated at a loss that year for the business side of it. Okay. Um, and then this year, <laughs> basically the accountant sent us an email and I wrote him back and said, is there an extra zero on that amount that we owe? And he said, nope. <laughs> so oh. this, yeah, this past year and really kind of the last um, four months, and I mean, everything was fine before, but the last four months just really blew up. So we were just not prepared at all. But the good yeah. news is it's like a 400% increase. So I actually wow. made a profit, which is good. Um, yeah. but, w- but, but with that profit came, you know, the 400% increase right. in the tax bill. <laughs> sure. It's like awesome. And that's, yeah. Yeah. That's a little jarring. I'm um, sure. Well, but you know, the, the thing is, is it, honestly, it's a good thing, right? Cause that's just indicating to me that, what I'm doing is needed. And so we just yeah. needed to kind of buckle up and make sure like our processes were, were straight, you know, and um, cause we were putting money aside, but I don't think we had any idea how much we needed to be doing, you know, right. Social security and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I and it's pretty much, pretty much like 50%, isn't it? As yeah. A, well, yeah. It, the count figured out that if we had put away like 30%, we would have been fine. And I think we were doing like 15 or something, you know, we just didn't know. So it's not, I mean, it's a really big bill, but it's not terrible. And so we just filed an extension and um, we have until October, which I think we can do it before then. But all to say, I spent all last week, like with my accountant, trying to figure out every little thing that I could have forgotten (laughs) to claim. Right. Right. So we did get it down a little bit, but not much. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
But it's okay. okay. It's a good thing. It's a blessing, mm-hmm. right? Yes, and that's how that's you have good. to look at it. <clears throat> For sure. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Okay, so we're going to talk about um, the, the study, the, the online course. And yes, ma'am. I spent, I spent some time really going through a lot of articles and just people that have been using like live streaming, um, you know, things like Google Hangouts or Periscope or Facebook Live. Okay. Um, and like how they're utilizing them. And obviously, Periscope and Facebook Live are relatively new. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. they, they haven't mm-hmm. been around like for a year or anything like that. Right. Um, so I just kind of went through and watched a bunch of Periscopes, which are kind of funny, actually. Some of them are really good and some <laughs> of them not so much. Right. Um, and then, you know, I know several people that do the Facebook Live thing pretty consistently. And then we had talked about um, Stephen Furtick, who does his study yeah. through that. And then um, checked out Google Hangout. And, and really what I'm trying to do is find you a combination that will be easy for you from a technical perspective, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But that will still give you a little bit of the professionalism, right, that you need yeah. you know, as a speaker but that will also help you engage, you know, with mm-hmm. an audience. So having said that, um, when I was going through Facebook Live, I kind of, well, actually when I was going through all of these, I kind of made a list of pros and cons. So for me, um, after watching all this and kind of seeing how people were engaging, um, mm-hmm. Facebook Live is actually fairly easy to use. Um, okay. I most people have it now, meaning that you can do Facebook Live on your author page or your personal profile or in a group. So that's cool. Okay. You, know, you could do okay. it in any one of those things. The only caveat to that is you have it it's only visible right now on mobile devices. So like if you were oh, to wow. sit on your yeah, if you were to sit on your desktop and try to find the live icon, it's not um activated for a lot of people. Because, like, okay. for me, I can't, I can't use it on my desktop. And so the, the challenge about that is, like, your desktop tends to be, like, steady. You know what I mean? Like, it's yes. there, yes. and it doesn't move, and you can look at your camera, and you're good. Um, but with a mobile device, you kind of have to <laughs> prop it up a little bit, and, and it's a tiny little screen, you know. So yes. I don't know. For me, for me, that was a little bit of a – it's almost like you'd want to practice, you know, like uh-huh. recording uh-huh. yourself on your your video option on your phone just to see like where you need to look and where the phone needs to sit and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. the other the other thing is there's no lead time. So when you turn on Facebook Live and you hit record, you're recording. Okay. Like like wow. right then and there. So there's a little bit of um you know like a you know 10 5 10 seconds of like the people trying to get situated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like you, yeah. like you can see them pushing the button and sitting back and stuff like that. So if you don't care about that, that's no big deal. But I'm just, I'm just letting you know. It, it's very casual. It's not okay. like super um, polished in the way that you would think of when you're normally recording something. Okay. So okay. The, pros, mm-hmm. the pros are that it's relational and casual and immediate. And Facebook is really pushing their live um, video stream in terms of the algorithms. They want people to use it, so they're making Mm -hmm. it kind of a higher priority. Um, People who see it can comment, you know, just like a regular Facebook comment, 
And then every time they comment, you know, it shows up in other people's news feeds, like their friends. So that's kind of cool for reach. Um, and you, as the kind of the host, you know, you can start the, the live event and you can add like a comment, or the very first comment that, that says, you know, if you're just joining us, you can sign up for the study here, you know, and have like a link where they can sign up. So it's, it's a good okay. way to kind of educate people. So the cons. Um, Facebook Live, it, it, like it's immediate for you, if that makes sense. So you're live mm-hmm. and you're recording. It does not always seem to show up in news feeds right away for okay. everybody. So I don't know if that's like a capacity issue. You know what I mean? Like if 40,000 people decided they want to do Facebook Live at the same time, I'm assuming Facebook has to kind of rank, you know, those when, in order of importance. Okay. And I would think that they would show like celebrity and branded stuff more sure. because yeah. versus smaller profiles. Um, I've had a couple situations where I've had friends where I've gotten a notification in my little thing that says so and so is live, and I go click on it, and it's 45 minutes into the broadcast. Do you see what I mean? Oh wow! So okay. yeah. So it it may be glitchy just because it's rolling out, but for right now, it's not really live in the way you or I think it is to the audience, okay? Okay. Um, the way to combat that is you just announce. I'm yes. going to have when, Facebook Live at this time at the state. You know, join me there kind of thing. Okay. okay. Um, and then, again, you have to be careful with um, the lighting and keeping the camera steady, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Just because it's, you know, you don't want the camera really shaky and stuff like that because it's really distracting. Um, for people yeah, trying, yeah. trying to watch. Um, the other thing, this is kind of, maybe this is just a con to me because I'm like the queen of multitasking, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you're watching Facebook Live, you can't scroll. You're like you have to oh. sit there. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to yeah. sit there and watch. So I don't know, if, like I said, if that's an issue for anybody but me. Who's always doing like eighteen thousand things at once? Um, right. But but I don't know. I prefer to listen, and then if I have a question, go and type it. And you literally can't do that. Like if you scroll past it, it it stops. Gone. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know. Um, and how? Um, let's see. Is it? trying to think of how with a is there opportunity for replay well yes because you're you're posting it live on your whatever your page your profile your group and so anything on facebook you can get a direct url to right i don't know if you know how to do that but anytime you post something and when you go back and look at it there's like a time that it was posted okay and and when you click on the time it opens the post into its own screen, and there's a URL for it that you just click oh, on. Okay, no, I so didn't you can, that. Yeah, so you can, yes, you can definitely, um, like, for example, the way I kind of envision this in working out is maybe having, like, an email list sign up, you know, where people join the, the study by signing up with their name and their mm-hmm. email on your email list. And then we communicate with them, okay, this is the schedule. You know, this is week one. This is when the Facebook Live will be. Here's your study guide questions. You know, here's how to use Facebook Live. <laughs> you know, just, just instruction for them. 
and, yes. and then directing them to ask questions and make comments on the actual Facebook Live event, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And if they miss it, then what we would do is we would send out another email right after that says, hey, here's the replay in case you missed it, and include okay. the link. And also okay. still direct them to go ask questions there. So the cool thing about that is if we do this on your Facebook author page, not a private yeah. group or anything like that, right. um, anytime someone goes and comments there, it's just increasing exposure to your author page, yeah. which is a good thing, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think it would be really easy to set up, um, but let me go through the other two and just kind of give you the yeah. pros and cons. Sure. Um, because I'm trying to think of like, well, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Okay, so that's Facebook Live. Periscope um, is a kind of a self-contained video streaming platform. So the pros of it is it's really popular right now for people who don't like Facebook. <laughs> okay. And um, and there's very immediate feedback. Like I don't know if you've ever seen a Periscope, but like people log into an app and the person's talking. And they can hit like little, they call them hearts for likes. So they hit these hearts, you know, and it shows everybody that they love your video. And then they can hit share and it will immediately go out to anybody that follows them, that they're watching this Periscope. So it's a really good way to. Okay. Okay. But it's only people who are on Periscope. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. But the, the con is that it's going to be a little bit difficult to capture the video to replay, um, there there has been historically a program called um, Catch where uh, you could set it up and it would record your Periscope. Okay, because right now as is, Periscope is not, like it's live for 24 hours and then it's gone. Okay. And okay. um, so Catch used to record it and then you could share that Catch URL so people could watch your Periscope later. Okay. Well, the the catch website just announced yesterday that they're shutting down. So it's <laughs> like, okay. okay. <laughs> so, you okay. know, I'm sure there's other ways to do it, but nobody's come up with one yet. But okay. you, you could okay. you could theoretically do the study on Periscope. I just don't know that it would benefit you you much because you can't yeah. right now yeah. easily keep the recording. Okay. And and the other thing is people who are watching it, they have to have Periscope. Right, like exactly. if you say, yeah, you know, they have to learn how to use it and all that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. kind of not really on my list of recommendations for the actual study itself. Right. And the next, <laughs> the next thing is YouTube, you know, which is right. pretty standard. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry. And okay. And so what's cool about YouTube is that you know YouTube is a pretty universal app. Pretty much anybody yeah. can access YouTube from anywhere. And they can listen to it or watch it, right, on their device. So that's a good thing. Right. And just the brand and distribution is good just because it's YouTube. You know, they've been around a long time. Right. The cons are really, honestly, the comments. And, you know, you get a lot of Internet trolls and stuff like that yeah. unless your, yeah. your videos are protected. So that's kind of always a little icky to deal with sometimes. Um, and you kind of have to maintain the content and brand it well for it to stand out and everything that's available. Um, and there's like keywords and stuff that you have to set um, to try to get it to show up, you know, when people are searching mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's, again, it's not hard to set up. It's just, you know, it just really depends on the end result that you want. Right. And, and then, it's not, 
it's not immediate, is it? I mean, it's it's not well, live. Well, right now it's recorded, okay? Yeah. But they are working on a live stream option. So, okay. you know, they're trying to, um, let's see, um, keep up, I guess, with Facebook. Because <laughs> okay. they don't want to lose, you know, they don't want to lose yeah. all of their, you know, um, I'm going to put this in the notes because I didn't put it in there. There's like an introduction to live streaming. But to be honest, in my experience, YouTube has been a little um, challenging. <laughs> you know what I mean? To use. Yeah. It's not as intuitive to, to figure out is really the bottom line. Okay. And my, you know, the videos that I've done in the past um, mm-hmm. have been uploaded to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, it, so you know, it's not... Um, yeah, yeah, a little bit. But, you know, okay. again, it was my husband who who did the um, – I'm trying to remember how we – I think it, it actually was from uh, my website, you know, how mm-hmm. they got the embedded, the embedded feature. So I just okay. chose to okay. use YouTube for that instead of Vimeo. Okay, okay. And then the last option we talked about was the Facebook group itself. And, right. And honest, honestly, and I, I've used this a lot in the past, and I'm actually not going to recommend it because of some changes in Facebook recently. Um, okay. So I'm not, I'm not sure if I told you this last time we talked, but um, I noticed because um, I have a, you know, a Facebook group I administrate, which is um, not just my launch teams, but I have like a Christian writers group. And right. In that group, I noticed probably around March 23rd or so that, like, I used to get about 70% of the group seeing the post, each post. And then one day it dropped to 1%. And I thought, well, that's weird. Glitch, right? I mean, we're talking like three people out of 200 and something. I'm like, that's weird. A couple of days, same thing. And so it was literally only counting people who were commenting on the post, and it wasn't showing me, like, how many had actually seen it. And so I sent a message to support, and they're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, yeah, it is. I, like, nobody's seeing the post anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and their standard response was, well, you need to tell your people to turn on their notifications. Well, nobody wants 82,000 notifications a day from a Facebook right. group. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what I think is happening is Facebook is picking up on the fact that a lot of these groups are being used to sell. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're starting to apply their whole algorithms that they apply to the pages to the groups. And that's why people aren't seeing as much of the content. I mean, and yes, you know, I think, I think you're in that group. I posted and said, if you want to see this information, this is what you need to do. You know, I sent an email about it, but ultimately, um, I just, I'm not seeing as much reach, even in the Facebook groups that I use for my launch teams, it's actually become a huge problem because Facebook is just not showing it to people, even though they're in the group and they want to see it. So I kind of would stay away from that because I don't want you to have to create all this content and then nobody's able to see it and engage with it, yep. you know? Yeah. Okay, so um, those are kind of the overviews of all the pro- programs. Now, the other thing I was going to tell you and just kind of talk through you with, okay, I know the intent is to kind of offer this study to kind of re-engage interest, right, in, in the, yes. the study itself. Um, 
but I was kind of thinking long term as well as to how you might be able to package this a little bit um, to kind of appeal a little bit more to like um, um, maybe selling a course and the study mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we we absolutely can do this via Facebook Live, right? Test mm-hmm. it to see how it goes, how the interaction is, how the material is received. Um, we'd send out a weekly email with like any downloadable questions or content, the recording link. We would direct people to ask questions on your Facebook page to try to increase the visibility there. Um, and then maybe consider after that um, kind of turning the content into like an online course that's mm-hmm. you know accessed through like a membership program, you know, via your website. Right. So it kind of depends on what your future goals are. You know, if if you want it to just constantly be kind of an ongoing free thing where maybe you have this study once a quarter, you know what I mean, where you're drawing new people in just to build an audience and engage with those people, that's perfectly fine and will get you kind of some of the growth that you're looking for and some of the – more engaged audience that you're looking for. Um, But if there's any thought in your mind down the road of maybe kind of packaging um, kind of your books with studies, with maybe some consulting or coaching or something like that, you might consider um, an online course module down the road. Okay. 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 So I actually put this in your notes and then I gave you an example course to sign up for (laughs) that's actually free. So it's not like it's going to cost you money. And so you can see what I'm talking about because um, this is a, yeah, this is a gal of mine who is in one of my, um, in the prayer mentoring group I run. Okay. And so one of the things that she was working through was how to position her material and stuff like that. And she wasn't having a lot of response and the prayer mentoring is not necessarily about marketing and strategy, but, we kind of talked about how she was positioning her work um, to try to reach the right people. And so what she has done um, is she records the videos on YouTube and -hmm. she has like an introduction video, like we talked about that kind of describes what she's about. Um, Mm -hmm. And when they subscribe to her YouTube channel, which she uses to teach, and they also get access to this Bible study that she's done in an online course um, format. And so I'll send you the link. And when you sign up, um, again, it's a free thing. So you sign up and you log in and you can see how the course is laid out, where it's got the video, it has downloadable, you know, the downloadable questions. um, And then there's like course progress on the side and people can comment in there and you can interact with them and all that sort of stuff. So it's a little bit more packaged version of a course. And my thought process was if we go through the Facebook Live thing and see how it goes and get feedback, you can theoretically turn a lot of that into an online course that that we can then approach churches with. Do you see what I mean? So it's not just the book. It's the book and, you know, here's this online course that's available to go with it, you know, so you could take your – people through the book and here's the videos that go with each, you know, week or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people Mm -hmm. can comment and I can interact with them in the comments. And maybe I can, you know, depending on how you want to package it, you know, I could 
Skype in or do a Google Hangout or something with your group at the end. You know, it's right. again, it's just it's just a way to package the material a little bit differently. But I wouldn't necessarily do that with the live videos, right? I would yeah. do the live yeah. videos, see how it goes, get feedback, and then maybe go back and record the videos, you know, for this online course. Do you see what I mean? Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it could be it could be using the same um, mm -hmm. material, but yes, just, exactly. Um, yeah, having a, a video that's not live, that's timeless. And you can and you can still do it live over and over and over again to build readership. Sure, sure. I ju I just mm -hmm. meant like when we turn around and go to churches to try to present the material, it's just packaged in a much more formal way. You know, yeah. they're always looking mm -hmm. for great visual resources to go with you know, yeah. studies and stuff like that. Um, so it might be easier to turn that into like a packaged, you know, thing that they can yeah. purchase, right? Like yeah. 10, yeah. 10 study guides plus the videos come with it for free kind of thing. Right, right. So that's more of like right. a bulk. I like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to put this link in here because I forgot to do that. Hold on. Okay. And I am, not part of, I am not part of your, um, your group. I thought that I thought that happened. Hey, what is the um hold on is it called? What is the group called? Okay, it's Christian Writers Shop Talk is the Facebook group I admin. And I thought I added you. Let's see, Maria. Yeah, I put you in there. You may not you may not have here, I'm gonna put it in the notes. Um if you go into okay. Facebook and type Christian Writers Shop Talk. Oh, there the it is. Talk. I see it. Yeah. I see it. Okay. So just the fact that you're in there and you haven't seen anything from it is proving my point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's driving me crazy. So yeah. basically, if you want to see anything, you have to click on um, – I wouldn't do notifications because I don't want – I don't want all the notifications. I mean, I run it. Um, right. But you can add it to, like, your favorites. Do you know how to do that? Yes. Okay. So you can do that, you know, and just kind of check it every once in a while on the left-hand side. but. Yeah. Okay. That's the writers okay. group I run, and we do a lot of marketing and helping Excellent. each other out with questions and stuff like that. But this Good is deal. exactly what I'm talking about. Theoretically, you should be seeing yeah. something, yeah. you know, in your newsfeed somehow, and it doesn't sound like you are. No. So. No. Okay. Ugh. Drives me crazy. Okay. Um. So homework. Sign up for this course. You. Don't, and you don't have to actually like take the course. It's just so you can visually see um, what I'm talking about okay. in terms of transitioning from Facebook Live um, to a more formal co course down the road. Great, great. Okay. And I, I, you know, I was watching um, the five stages of platform growth, uh, mm -hmm. my quiet thing. Yeah, I just watched yeah. the first video the other day, so I'm not very far into it. But mm -hmm. as he as he's talking through this with the different stages, which mm -hmm. stage would you um, would you place me in? I mean, I'm still at the when I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, okay, uh, you know, I've been at it for a little while, but I'm still mm -hmm. stuck in the hundreds. With the you know I think it just topped three hundred um like three hundred and four um people who have signed up um for you know on the website have actually opted in, so mm -hmm. in a way, I still see myself gaining clarity 
in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I need to be surveying my readers and finding out what's resonating with them. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And have just recently re-released the blog or the website. So is my, uh, where would you see me focusing? Um, I have because not actually watched his video, but okay. I would definitely agree. Well, first, you do have an established audience base. You know, you do yeah. have a great online presence visually and from a branding perspective, um, and, you're, and you do have kind of consistency going for you at this point. So you're definitely not like someone just starting out or, or anything like that. I think for you, clarity is probably a good word, right? Because you have a lot of great resources and a lot of great information, um, but you're probably at a point where maybe growth has like slowed down a little bit, you know, like it's just kind of stayed in the same, I don't know, range for a while. Yes. That doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. That just means that we need to make sure, and this is part of what, um, like the category thing, which we'll talk about in a second, is about, and also like maintaining consistent sharing on social media and the type of Mm -hmm. content you're sharing, you know, Mm -hmm. drawing people to your list. That's what all of this is designed to do is to try to bring readers to you, right? Okay. So I I think you're in the clarity phase, not on the content, because you're clear, you know, on who you are and what you're about, but more um, clarity on how to engage with the right people. Does that make okay. sense? Yes. So does. I don't know. I don't yeah. know where that sits in his stages because I haven't had. Yeah. I haven't watched the videos. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's got um, gain clarity as the first stage, create content as the second, attract okay. customers is his. Third. Okay. Then I would say attract. Um, yeah. A little bit of honing on the content creation. Does that make sense? Okay. It does. So. And those two kind of bleed together anyway, to be honest. Well, I mean, because that's what I was thinking. It's not a clear cut because I do, there Mm -hmm. are things that I want to work on in that Mm -hmm. content creation and Mm -hmm. attracting customers that Mm -hmm. I think will propel me to the next stage. So, are those the videos he's using to encourage people to sign up for Platform University? Yes. You know? Yeah. Okay. it's It's a repackage of some of his. Oh, um, you know, the best year ever. I mean, it's a combination yeah. of things. So he's doing all the <laughs> curating you in? content repackaging. I am in platform. Okay, um, cool. And, and I'm, in, yeah. I'm in platform university, and I'm also in compel training. I don't Me know too. if you know about that Me one. Me too. Okay. Yeah, I'm in both and of then, those. And then I'm actually really excited about I mean, I know a lot about content curation and list building and all that, but I just signed up for a course called 10,000 Subscribers. And okay. that's about building email lists um, in different ways than what everybody else is doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm ex- I just started, you know, I mean, I've done some of it myself, but I'm more, I like to take these courses to see what I can, um, I don't know. Uh, it's almost like sometimes that stuff is so generic that people are like, yeah. okay, how, how do I apply this to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I try to take them and distill, okay, how would that actually apply to your ministry and your yeah, audience? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, for you, so, it's kind of good because you can probably, you, you can get customers from those. 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know? I don't really talk a lot about what I do in the courses just because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, because it's their course. Do you know what I'm saying? So it would be kind of sure. weird to be like, hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, people figure it out, you know, when I'm posting questions or something like that. But I'm excited about that because I'm going through the modules to try to figure out, okay, because like some of – well, and I always pick programs. This is kind of my caveat. Someone asked me, how do you decide what you purchase and what you don't with all these courses that are available yeah. and all these programs? Um, and for me, one of the indicators, you know, I usually have to see a direct return on my investment, like, before mm-hmm. I even start it, meaning, like, I can clearly see how if I pay for that course, it will somehow, some way down the road result in some sort of return for me, whether it's right. a client – whether it's, you know, um, my own list building or whatever. Um, the second thing is I do a lot of research on who the people are that have actually taken those courses, right? So um, if I see a course and it's all like businessy guru type people, I don't mm-hmm. take it. I go, I go find one that's just as effective that has a lot of authors or speakers, okay. right? Because that's my audience. So to me, the return on the investment there is I'm going to learn – you know, you know, up-to-date tactics on how to teach you all to build your email list. You see what I mean? So mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it just really depends on, on what your goals are. And, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a link to the course and tell you how she set it up. It's, it's like a, um, it's like a pl- uh, WordPress thing. I, mean, I think it's like $200, which is actually not terribly expensive compared to a and lot of them out there. Um, the girl that has the study, you mean, or the – Course. You know, the, the course that you're taking about um, 10,000. Oh, 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 oh. It's called 10,000 subscribers. 10K subscribers. It's by um, Brian Harris. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And to be honest, I he had one a couple of months ago that was just like two of the six steps or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I happened to be on his email list. So I signed up for the really basic. I just wanted to see if right. it would work. <laughs> okay. um, and it did. I mean, it grew my email list. I was like, oh, okay, you know. And so that's huh. kind of why I dived into the bigger program because I've seen it work. Now, I don't use everything he says because it's a little, again, his audience is not necessarily um, our audience, right? So okay. okay. Some of the tactics he uses are not necessarily, um, they wouldn't always be received well. Does that make sense? Okay. By like yes. people you or I are connected with. But there's a lot of good information in there. So anyway, um, so Platform University has always been great. And Compel has always been fantastic. Those are two memberships I keep just for myself, you know. Yeah. Um, So it's good. It's good. But, yeah, I would say that you're just – it's more like you're honing some of your content and maybe adding pieces to attract um, new readers. And then, like, like you said, the audience attraction phase for sure. That's mm-hmm. kind of where we're mm-hmm. at. But just so you know, how we are doing that right now is focusing on this particular study. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Because mm-hmm. um, we need people kind of coming to you and hearing more about you and hearing your heart and seeing your teaching. Um, and we need to drive traffic to, like, your Facebook page, and we need to build your email list. And so um, the ways we're doing that is getting people to sign up for the study via your email list. Um, yeah. And you know, basically the, the caveat in there is, you know, you're signing up, by signing up for the study, you're also agreeing to receive a newsletter. That's, I put yeah. those in all of my studies. So then you have permission, you know, to mail them other exactly. times. Exactly. 
Yeah. And then, um, again, on the Facebook page, the whole thing there is just traffic. You know, the more people we can get commenting on those videos, the more visible it's going to become, you know, to people around you. Right. Yeah. And there's other things we can do later with ads. You know, we've talked about, like, the content upgrades, you know, freebies and stuff like that. Yeah. But for right now... Yeah, for right now, um, it's it's better to get all of this situated and going, right? Because you can basically do a lot of the content in advance um, okay. and, then, and then work in those pieces. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the time that you have when you're that not leading good. the study. <laughs> that sounds good. Cool. So what I put in the notes is just, you know, I really think that the Facebook Live um, – you know, as long as you can kind of figure out where to shoot the video. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they, they even have, this is kind of funny, um, I saw this the other day and I saved it. And I feel, I'll see if I can find the link. They have like a little tripod that you can put on your desk now because of all these oh. people live streaming that, okay. you can set, that you can set your phone in, right? And so mm-hmm. then all you have to do is hit the play. And so that helps a little bit with the shaking and all that kind of stuff because the phone is stationary and it's not right. leaning up against something weird or whatever. So that was kind of cool. So people are okay. capitalizing it out. on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had another friend who live streamed her daughter's like two-hour volleyball game or something. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Okay, sure. Well, I yeah, that was a little, uh, I don't know. But it was just kind of funny, you know, yeah. the way people yeah. are using those things. Okay, so does it all make sense to you? It does. Okay. Yeah. So what I put um, in our notes is a kind of a list of, uh, hold on. like um, content that needs to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like this is what needs to be created in order to kind of address and get the study set up. So I have that in here. And I have just kind of what we talked about, about all the pros and cons and and then kind of what I'm recommending. So I do think um, on the timing you know, we originally we originally had June first as a start, right? And, and we and we could still do that, um, especially because you don't have to worry about editing and all that kind of stuff, right? It's really more, True. you know, coming up with kind of the scripting of what you want to talk about and all that. Yeah. And if if it's going to be like a live study like this, I really wouldn't start promoting it um, sooner than about two weeks before the start. Um, really? Just because maybe maybe three, because remember this is not like. Well, okay. Let me let me think about this. Um, do you want them to have the book, or are you wanting the videos to be like standalone, like they could learn well, what they was, need to learn from the videos? Yeah, I was thinking that it would be um, actually they would have done the lesson, so they would have to mm. they would be purchasing the book. And then okay. doing the week lessons, and then I'm going to be doing a review with a, you know, a worksheet a with fill-in kind of stuff, um, okay. talking about, 
you know, and, and just teaching on that particular week's. Okay, well, in content. that case, then it would be way sooner. And yeah, you know, like like if you're kind of just doing almost like a mini version of the study, then then you don't need to promote that too far in advance, right? Because people just really need to show up, and there's like yeah. three or four discussion questions, and they answer in the comments. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yes. But if you're wanting your teaching to serve as kind of a follow-up to the week, the right. first to yes. do. That's what, I, then, that's what I had in mind. Okay, that's fine. Then what we'll need to do is just give them, you know, honestly, some time to order the book and kind of fit right. into their schedule. About how long would you say it takes someone to do a week, um, an average person? To do a week of the material? Of the, of the material, hmm Oh goodness! I mean, it's um, it's going to be fifteen minutes a day, and there are five okay. lessons. Okay. So That's what is bad. that? No, like an hour and fifteen minutes for for the whole week. Okay. No, that's fine. That's just something we need to communicate when we're when we're right. announcing, you know, the study. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So in that case, um, hmm. hold on. Let me open up my calendar real quick. Okay, so if it's going to be a more intensive study like that, yeah. then I would do, yeah. I would do like four, five weeks because right. four, five weeks you're kind of which yeah yeah. And I know last time we had talked about moving from June to mm-hmm. uh, potential like September mm-hmm. timeline. Um, is that that's what I'm feeling really comfortable with? Is that okay, okay with you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, hold on. This is September time frame. Okay. Because what that does is once we get this all situated as, as to when, like what you're going to do and what content needs to be created and when it's going to start, um, you can be working on that. And then at the same time, you know, we could keep working on just building and reaching the audience. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, you know, and if, I, if that's polar, go ahead. Well, if that's a heavy focus in between now and you know, say, um, I don't know, August when you start promoting the study, then the goal between now and then would be to build, you know, the email list and to reach yes. the audience as many, and then hopefully, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. So, what were you going to ask? I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, I had pulled a couple of things from different websites that I went on mm-hmm. that were the um, content upgrades, and they mm-hmm. were nothing super special, but they mm-hmm. were um, things that I that I could see doing something similar to. For example, okay. there's one one gal, Michelle um, Kushat. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's how you pronounce her last name, but she has a a piece that's called "Overcome Fear with Faith." And it's mm-hmm. just a um, a one-page uh, printout that has different verses on it that talk about faith versus fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a pretty standard thing, but it's all there in one place, which is kind of nice. Okay. Um, and okay. it's a it's a decent visual. It's it's mm-hmm. well laid out. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, something like that would be obviously not on that topic necessarily, but just um, that type of thing would be easy to create. Okay. Um, how, have you created, like, any sort of, like, content upgrade like that before? Um, I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have like, help. But okay. I um, I do have a, a program, the InDesign program, that allows me to do that kind of creation. So it shouldn't okay. be that hard. Okay, that's um, what I was asking you, if you, if you had a resource to create those things. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and, and so the content upgrade, honestly, um, we would tie a little bit to the categories um, yeah. that, mm-hmm. that you kind of listed out. So I would start with creating um, a content upgrade for the three key areas that you stated gotcha. you wrote on. You know what I okay. mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like one of them you said, having an accurate view of God, he is who he says he is. You know, so right. having some sort of upgrade that helps people kind of see that path um, yeah. or how they can find that clarity in their own life um, despite circumstances or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one you wrote was becoming who God made you to be, and interchange from salvation to sanctification. You know, what does that process look like? Like, how do you know you're becoming who God made you to be? Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to me. Um, one, and then the other one you said was um, challenging your thinking, lies versus truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I had also wrote, written down like taking thoughts captive. Yeah, you know that that kind of plays a huge part in that little arena. Yeah. Um. So you, the thing with content upgrades is number one, you got to remember that people just they're not going to read something really long and exhaustive mm-hmm. unless it is very hands-on, step-by-step, something that will help them do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Or it's like a study guide for a book or whatever. And so I wouldn't spend a whole inordinate amount of time creating something that's long, but more that's just very succinct and clearly outlined to the, the person downloading it. Um, just the path they can take to kind of identify lies versus truth. How do they take thoughts captive, that sort of thing. And you yeah. might even look at, you might even look at infographics, you know, there's, yeah. there's programs you can use to create those. Okay. That's just a that's just a quick one hit thing, you know, that people can kind of look over and share easily, you know, and it's not like gonna take them thirty minutes, you know, to read it. Right. Um one of the content upgrades I got the other day from someone was like a twelve page PDF um on list building or something like that. Um but what was cool about it is they included um an audio file of mm-hmm. the person reading the P- PDF, like out loud. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, well, that, you know, at first I was, I was like, that's weird. What is this? And then I listened to it, and it was literally word for word what the PDF said. But what was interesting about that is that appeals to people that maybe yeah. want to sit down and Multiple. read it, but can <laughs> listen to it, like, in the car or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I would tie your content upgrade ideas to the main categories that you're writing on. Right. Um, you know, because that's how we're going to draw the right audience to you. And then we can figure out how to place them in the blog post and kind of 
spread them out, you know, across um, social media and stuff like that to draw people to you for sure. And the other way, the other way, honestly, um, and and this is something that's heavily um, highlighted in this list building course, but is in um, giveaways, building lists with giveaways, email lists. Um, But making sure the giveaway, like whatever you're giving away, you know, is is related to you, <laughs> your, you know, your mm-hmm. book, your ministry, something like that, and um, something that represents what you teach or something like that, and um, to try to increase the right people coming to you. So we'll talk about that a little bit later, but that's okay. that's that's another way to build a list beyond just having content upgrades, you know, at the end of okay. each blog post. You know, it's having okay. a periodic giveaway. So like in my world, and I'm, I'm in the middle of a website redesign, so I haven't done any of this yet. But in my world, like my giveaways are going to look like, you know, marketing resources from mm-hmm. friends. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, th- that sort of thing. So or a marketing book or, you know, maybe a, a free month membership to platform university or something like that. Th- those are the kind of things that would relate well in my world as a giveaway that would actually right. draw people that would stay on my list. Do you, you know what I mean? Not just there mm-hmm. for the giveaway, but that would actually need the material I have to have to offer them. Yeah. yeah. So for you, you, it's the same thing. It's just figuring out what, what could you give away that would draw the right people to you. Right. And then the guest yeah. posts that you indicated um, as a category – um, again, just making sure that even your guest posts tie into those three categories. Okay. You know what I mean? And because you want people to come to you for, for, for the things that you're most passionate about, that you feel like God's really given you wisdom to speak truth into. So yeah. it wouldn't necessarily yeah. make sense to have a guest post of someone who's telling their story, but their story doesn't really have anything to do with what you are teaching your audience. Like it right. all needs to it needs to tie right. together. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I, what I did for this month, I was um, writing about the uh, names, different names of God or characteristics mm-hmm. that I've experienced recently. And then the post, the guest post for next Tuesday is by a missionary uh, friend of mine who is over in Nepal. So mm-hmm. I had her do how, you know, what has the Lord been to you? As you've, you know, you're a new missionary on the field, you've been there for a year, how have you seen God's characteristics at work in your life? So Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so I'm trying to make them, um, you know, make them relevant to what the month's topic has been. Okay. And I'm going to put a note to watch um, the Michael Hyatt videos, I just, I have them. I just haven't watched them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, these I was really surprised because the first one was super long. I mean, I want to mm-hmm. say it was at least an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was long for him. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that all sounds good to me. I mean, I think, you know, I think we've got a plan for, for the um, – study even though I know it's April it's good for us to know like where we're going and what we need to do to get there you know what I mean because I would rather spread out you know that content curation and stuff like that um for you mainly (laughs) so you can have time to do it 
and then yeah. have it all situated to where come September, you know, you're you're just hopping on and you're doing the live video, but everything else right. is already ready, you know, you exactly. know to go. And yeah. and then, like I said, in the interim, work on building the email list to try to attract the right readers that would be interested in that study. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay, does it all make sense, or do you have any outstanding questions on all that before I? It does. Um, I don't. I don't believe so. I mean, I'm continuing to try, and I, I, one of the things that I like about Michael Hyatt's stages, I'm a list person, <laughs> so he gives these lists of, okay, instead of. Um, shooting seed all over the place, why don't you just mm-hmm. look at one area and concentrate on that? So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, as far as list building, um, I guess uh, what I'm trying to do is go to different websites where there are there's an audience that's similar and start creating relationships um, mm-hmm. with whoever the writer is, making mm-hmm. comments, that kind of stuff, and, um, you know, trying to get some, some readership that way. Mm-hmm. Besides that, just working on the um, content upgrade things that will help um, help to mm-hmm. steer more people, and maybe even within my posts, having some link backs to other, um, you know, content from other websites so that it will be, so that mm-hmm. that will help in the ranking and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, that's good. What, that's good. Is there anything else that you would suggest? Well, in talking about link backs in the post, I mean, if you have the time to go through the post, because you're going to have to eventually, you know, add categories, right, on the back yes. end. Um, yeah. Just maybe taking a look and, and seeing if there's a way to link back to any of your older posts. You know, and um, that's a little okay. more time consuming now because sometimes you have to rephrase the wording and stuff like that. Um, if that is, I'm trying to think, that's going to be really time consuming. So forget that. Um, I'm wondering if your website will allow you, hold on, I need to log back into your website. Hold on. There are some apps now or uh, some like plugins for the websites where at the bottom of a blog post, like if you've got mm-hmm. the category situated, it will recommend um, other articles like this that you wrote. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, yeah. And that would be with the tags. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, it's probably more with the category. So tags are the little tags you put that kind of give like the high-level overview of what the the, yeah. the post is about. A category is organizing all your blog posts into one of four categories, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm talking about is like a little, um, like, again, right now you've got, um, let's see, your turn, prayer, leave a comment, the subscribe thing. Um, And there are some plugins that will, like at the bottom of that, say, you know, related blog posts. And it would just populate links, okay. like little images of three blog posts that fit in that same category. You see okay. what I mean? Yeah. So the purpose of that is if someone reads an article that they really love, you know, on the yeah. topic of their identity in Christ, and then they can immediately see that there's three more, 
you know, then maybe they'll read those other ones and share those other ones, you know, and help okay. with reach and stuff like that. Um, and in your email um, program, there are some that will allow you to do that as well, where you have, like, the most recent posts or the related posts that fit into that category. I'm going to put a note that I need to look into that. Um, related posts at the bottom of the um, each blog post. Okay, and I can check with Seth again yeah. that does the website and find out if you know if he's familiar with a plugin that would do that. Yeah, and it might already be present on your site and just not be on turned on. I mean, that's right. always possible. You know. Mhm. Okay, how do you feel? Like, do you feel like people are commenting on the blog posts that you're writing? Like, no. on the blog itself. I get very few comments, which when I was doing, you know, I started out with um, Blogspot, and I would get, you know, 15 to 20 comments, but moving over to, um, but that there again, I was spending a lot of time going and commenting on other people's posts as well. Yeah. So, and now I don't comment on, you know, maybe a couple a week. So big difference, yeah. and there's, I also, you know. I also, think blog, I also think blog posts, uh, commenting on the actual blog post has transitioned yeah. a little bit. Like people tend to comment more on social media than they do on the yes. blog post, or they don't comment at all. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's more yeah. of a consumer society right now, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Are you, do you find the same thing with your, well, you don't, you don't blog, so. Mm-mm. No, I don't blog. But like on my okay. um, Facebook page, and I really don't get a whole lot of comments. Really, okay. I mean, okay. I get the occasional one, and I tend to get more comments on the personal, you know, profile. Yeah. If I share, if I share something from my business page to my personal profile, I tend to get more comments there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. We get a lot of. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Tired, and we don't get we don't get a lot of uh, comments at all, really anymore. I don't know. Okay, all right. But I think that has more to do with again just Facebook and algorithms and stuff like that. Because your content yeah. is good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with your content, you know, and it's appealing. And I don't know. I just think it's it, well, that, that's why the email list is super important, you know, because yeah. yeah. Well, and what I'm trying to, Lindsay, I. I I've done this a couple of times now over the past mm-hmm. uh, month and a half or so on the mm-hmm. MailChimp for my actual list that I send mm-hmm. out to the people who had signed up for my blog post updates. I mm-hmm. try writing a couple of paragraphs that are more personal, like about mm-hmm. what's going on in my life before yeah. I actually drop in the post. Um, right. Because I know that that appeals to me. Um, it's yeah, it's kind of a pain because it takes more time to do it, but mm-hmm. it's also making more of an effort to connect with the reader, yeah. which is what I need mm-hmm. to do. So, yeah. um, so I, you know, I've been trying to go back and look at those and see if that makes a difference in the number of mm-hmm. opens. Um, mm-hmm. Just making it a little bit more, you know, more personal in the even the line, the little, you know. Yeah. However many words that you're given up there to describe what your content is that particular well, I think, week. So 
I think ultimately people are interested in relationship and in kind of that personal aspect of getting to know you. And the yeah. thing is, is, if you just use the newsletter um, to share to share the content that's already on your blog, there's really no, um, really there's no incentive for people to stay in your newsletter, right? Because they can just go to your right. website and they they want and read it. So I personally yeah. like having that a, a personal aspect to whatever you're emailing people. So that okay. they can kind of hear your heart a little bit and hear your story and hear what's going on with you now that they may not yeah. necessarily get access to if they just go to your website, you know. And yes. yeah. even even if you share some of that stuff on social media, like say you give a brief update on life in your newsletter and then you share it on Facebook, it's not very likely, like the percentage is kind of low that they're going to see it in both places anyway because Facebook is okay. very – and Twitter and all it all moves very quickly, right? Right. So, um, I think we've talked about this before. Few people go to your actual Facebook page, right? They yeah. see what you're posting in their newsfeed, and they interact there, right? If yeah. you think about how you use Facebook, so even if you shared a personal update on Facebook and it was in your newsletter, it's not real likely that people are going to go, oh, she put that in the newsletter because they're not going to see it. They're not going to go look through your last two weeks of posts on Facebook, you know? Right. It's just, right. It's not the way people use Facebook. They just hang out in the newsfeed, you know? Yeah. Unless they're looking for something specific. So it's okay to use um, the content, you know, across the board. Great. Yeah. For which sure. makes it more efficient, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So let's see if we covered everything. I think so. Great. So the big thing is in the notes I put, and it, it, I, even though we're kind of settling on the Facebook Live for now, and I did uh-huh. put in there just a few articles for you to read at your leisure that kind of explain Good. a little bit of, more about live streaming and the benefits and stuff like that. And that go into a little bit more depth. depth. I mean, I gave you like highlights, but it's always good to understand, you know, the tools you're sure. using. And if I'm and then, on Facebook, where would I actually, where is the little, how do I go about actually doing a live stream? Uh, well, you have to be on your mobile device. And okay. so if you have Facebook as an app, you yes. know, on your phone, for example, if you open Facebook, it won't let me do it because I'm on the phone with you. But if you open Facebook um, and click on, like, where you would type your status update, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a little row of icons shows up at the bottom, okay? And one of them mm-hmm. is a little um, – I can't remember what it actually looks like. I think it's like a little bullseye. Um, but you, if you hover over, like – um, or put your finger over. You, you can't hover on a phone. What am I talking about? If you kind of click it, it'll it'll say Facebook Live. Does okay. that make sense? And it and it opens up the camera on your phone. But it's just okay. an icon that shows okay. up in the cool. status update. Normally, okay. what you and I what you and I see on Facebook itself is like the little camera, so you can add a photo. You know, a little person yes. where you can tag people. Those silly little smiley face things that people can use, right? And and like check in, and so those are all there too. But there's like an extra icon that represents live, and I think it's a little. It's either a little microphone or a little um, 
bullseye. I can't remember. Okay. Okay. But but yeah, it's again, it's accessible through the mobile devices, not through your actual like Facebook gotcha. on the desktop. Yeah. And you did say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And you know, cool. part of what I was going to do, um, whenever I get around to using Facebook Live, is you know, you can create your own group because you have an author, an author page, right? Right. I was just going to create a, a secret group that I'm the member of, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. period, and and just practice because there you can go. post you can post live videos to Facebook groups. You know, you just have to select it, and so that's kind of how oh. I was going to tr- you know practice a little bit to kind of see the angle and what I look like and sound like and where I need right. to place my camera and all that. So you might do something like that just to kind of prevent it from going out to everybody while you're practicing. It's exactly. just set up a, yeah. set up a private group that's a good and idea. you're the only person that's in it. Yeah. You know? Or you can put me in it too if you want to. <laughs> Very good. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay, so for us to talk about list building, um, again, I just purchased that course, and I want to get through um, a couple of modules um, in it okay. before we talk next, um, because I, I think there's a lot in there that we'll be able to apply when we're building your list outside of what you're already doing, you know, the content upgrades okay. and stuff like that. So if we want to set up, um, um, hold on, what is school in? I believe school's almost over, oh my word. Okay, um, maybe the week of, what day is today? Today is April 21st. Okay. Okay, so one, two, maybe the week of um, May 9th. And what we'll talk about specifically in that particular time period is the whole list building. Like, okay. Like, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And right so, now, and I'm open on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday completely, like all day. Okay. And then Thursday, um, I'm open at our normal time, which is, okay. I guess, one my time. Right. And Friday, I'm currently open. So I'm pretty much open the whole week. <laughs> so what works for you? That's probably <laughs> unusual for you. Um, let's look at, let's do here okay 12 is not going to work i could do um let's do tuesday the 10th okay at, at the if one wanna, central yeah that would be great okay and in between like now and then i mean make sure and, and send me you know if you've got if you create your yeah, the PDF yeah. for your category. You send it to me for yep. feedback, yep. for sure. Okay, perfect. Um, but definitely ask your developer guy about um, if you can add the related posts at the bottom, you know, okay. of the blog post, um, and yeah. then yeah, you know, that. setting up categories and all that. Um, okay. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm excited. It's going to feel like stuff is finally getting moving. I feel like the beginning is always educational, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Well. But, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're making we're progress. Of, yeah, <laughs> and we're kind of to the point where we can actually start implementing a lot of that, right? Because it, it, yes. the, the challenge with implementing right away is if the content is not right and the categories are not clear and the audience isn't clear, then anything we do is going to be kind of 
you know, not, I can't think of the phrase, like shooting in the wind. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, I do. It has, mm-hmm. to, it has to be targeted um, to a very specific audience. So that's kind of why we spent so much time looking at all of this and then really evaluating, you know, what the best fit was going to be for you for this study, which, you know, again, the list building is hopefully going to lead to an increased amount of people in that study, um, right. which will also help, you know, build exposure yeah. and set you up for reaching out to churches and stuff like that. Exactly. Good. Okay. Excellent. Well, I've got it down for the 10th at 2, my time uh, list building. Oh. Great. Awesome. And I will shoot you anything that I create between uh, now and then. Um, okay. And I think that's it. Awesome. Okay. And then when right. you see the notes, um, I, I have again, I have like a section on kind of the content that needs to be created in between now and the Okay. Um, the Bible study coming out. So if you have any questions on that, just let me know. But it's real. It, I mean, it's literally like you need an image. You need an email list for this. You need, you know, it's just very, these are the okay. steps that need to happen and so that we can kind of plan out, you know, across, you know, the summer, how that stuff's going to get done. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Thanks so much, Thank Lindsay. You. You're welcome. You have a wonderful rest of your Weekend. It's not Friday, but it's still Excellent. It's well, close enough. Yeah, and if, if you think about it, my my husband and I are actually heading to Germany. On oh, how fun! So yeah, he's got some business over there, and he has plenty of frequent flyer miles. So I'm tagging along, and it's oh. our anniversary week. So, so sweet. So, yeah. How long are you going to be gone? Just a week. So it's Saturday Aww. to Saturday, twenty third to the thirtieth. So have you been to Germany before? I have not. I have not. What? I've been. He has, but I have not. So I'm looking forward to it. What part of, um, or where exactly we'll, are you guys going to be? We'll actually fly into Frankfurt, and then um, we'll drive up to Heidelberg. Okay. So we're staying in Heidelberg, and I guess one of the, um, you know, main offices, the company that he works for, is is a German company. So they're taking mm-hmm. a customer over there um, to. Heidelberg for whatever they're doing. So mm-hmm. um, so anyway, we'll be staying locally there in Heidelberg, but we'll be able to get over to probably the Black Forest area and just um, do some exploring castles and all that kind of good stuff. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I went on a, a like a European, I don't know, student tour, I guess, with my I remember younger... you saying that with your sister. Yeah. That's right. So what would yeah. you recommend? Is there anything... Well, it's to be really honest, loved. I'm racking my brain trying to remember where the heck we went in Germany. That's horrible. <laughs> it was so long ago. Remember, I was kind of young and not very. I was like, oh, whatever. We're going overseas. Your boyfriend now, was yeah. Your boyfriend was back yeah. home. So now I'm like, <laughs> oh, that was amazing. What was wrong with me? And we probably did go to Frankfurt, but I don't remember us being in Germany that long. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Because we kind of stopped, sure. but I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just, um, and I know we went to one of the, um, oh gosh, the Holocaust type stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, Auschwitz concentration camps and stuff. Yeah, we went to one yeah. of them, but I don't remember which one. Okay, okay. But I don't know. I love stuff like that. That's just his, like the, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I'm just melodramatic. I, I love. <laughs> no, really, I love like. I don't want to just see all the fluffy stuff. Does that make sense? Like I love to yeah. go and see 
the painful part of history too, because it is a part of who we are, the people and right. stuff like that. Right. Um, and I'm always fascinated by architecture, you know, so all the palaces are just, and, and churches yeah. are just done, they're dumbfounding to me. Like n- not just the, some of the excessiveness with which they lived, but just, I'm always like, it's amazing that they made these buildings when they did. I know. Do, do I you know, know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's just yeah. incredible to me, you know. I feel like we just kind of slap buildings together now with no aesthetics yeah. or anything like that. But I don't know. Um, wow. I don't know. Were you a fan of food? To. I don't remember. You don't remember. <laughs> a long time ago. Are you kidding? I don't remember yesterday's food. <laughs> brain doesn't work that well anymore and um, okay, i'm trying to think i did i do remember liking rome the food in in italy and rome and all that i okay. don't remember the food in frankfurt but remember we were on a student trip so we didn't actually right. get to eat so like real wasn't. fancy food like yeah. i do i do remember you know because some of it was like we were staying in hostels what they're called and yes. and just real low you know I don't know what the star rating is there, but, you know, they weren't the best um, hotels and stuff like that. And so sometimes our food was like a hard roll and, and like meat and cheese. And and we were like, what? This is dinner? <laughs> it's oh, weird. wow. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't know that we got to experience the full um, culinary de- delights as kids who were on right. a student-led tri- trip for, you know, X thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, now you probably, you probably, I remember the first, um, you know, out of the country experience that I had that was not, you know, like I've been to Canada a gazillion times because yeah. I lived in Michigan, but, yeah. you know, the food there is pretty similar, um, mm-hmm. but going over to Amsterdam, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, it was like, just find me a an American restaurant. McDonald's. I could not handle, yes, yeah. I just could yeah. not handle their food. Now I'm, you know, a lot more. Um, adventurous and and, yeah. and willing to try a lot of different you know a lot of different things that are more traditional to the location rather than just sticking with what I know, <laughs> which is well, I remember I remember <laughs> going to a couple of McDonald's and even that's not exactly the same you know right and right but I know we found a Pizza Hut somewhere and we were just so. <laughs> Excited. So excited! I think we ate there every meal for the four days that we were there because <laughs> it was, you know, something normal. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. I hope you have a great time. That sounds like a great oh, adventure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. it it's uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, beautiful. How many? What, what's your what anniversary are you celebrating? Twenty six. Wow, that's exciting! Yeah, yeah, yeah it really okay. is. So our hold on, let me think. Um. We've been married way longer than people think we've been married. Um, our anniversary is May 24th, and it's our okay. 18th, 18th anniversary. Very good. Awesome. Yeah, we were like apparently children when we got married. That's right. <laughs> so young. <laughs> Crazy. That's cool. Very good. Well, I will keep praying for you guys. I know um, has your husband made any decisions with his mm-hmm. business? Is he... Branching nope. out from the nonprofit, and um, I, I know he's thinking about it, but it's just one of those things that we're going to have to, especially with our tax bill. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's just kind of like, I think I'm going to stay put for a little bit. <laughs> okay, it's okay, yeah. it's okay. And um, our big thing is our daughter going through this breakup. It's just, mm. Uh, mm. um, 
and I can't remember when we talked last, they had broken up and, but then gotten right back together. Okay. And this oh, was like her first major boyfriend. Um, and then remind he broke me how up. old she is. She's 15. 15. And, okay. he's, and he's 15. So, which to me is a little young, but whatever. But meaning we allow them to date, but it's like totally supervised. Do you know what right. I mean? Like their you. dating yeah. is hanging out with us, you know, yeah. or, or they would hang out with his parents or whatever. But right. having said that, I mean, she really cared about him. And, and he broke up with her because he was stressed out because he plays baseball and had all these obligations. And, uh, and then they got, they got back together and just agreed to see each other a little bit less so he wasn't so stressed out. And, and then he broke up with her out of the blue last week again. Oh, wow. Oh. Actually, it was, it was the Friday before. And um, what's hard about it is she's like, well, I'll be okay because he's my best friend and we're going to be friends. Well, we have since found out that he had been seeing some other girl behind oh, wow. the scenes. Not dating, oh. just hanging out and all that kind of stuff. Um, and he broke up with my daughter to go out with her the very same day. So now he's dating some oh. other little girl. Oh, wow. Which is real. Oh. But you know what? Yeah. She told, my daughter said, she, it, it, this is actually kind of interesting, because she was devastated last month. This month, she's like, when she found that out, and he didn't tell her, and the girl didn't tell her. Someone, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other kids told her, this is what oh, happened. Wow. Which and, and, they and my daughter, well, huh? Are they all going it's, to the same school as well? They, yeah, they are. Okay. Um, oh. So, long story short, my daughter found out about it, and she told me she's like, now I'm just mad. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and she she's like, I can't even. She's like, she, she's distancing herself from him, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But they have four more weeks of school, and they're in five or seven classes together. So, oh wow. But oh. we had a good. Con- I know it's so sad. We had a good conversation though, where she's like, you know, maybe God was preparing me a little bit. I was like, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, it was so hard the first time, you know, I was so, she was oh. devastated. She cried for like yeah. 24 hours straight. It was awful. Oh. And, and she's like, but since then we haven't really spent as much time together. We haven't been talking as much. We haven't been texting as much. We just kind of see each other in class and she's like, so the only real difference is now we're not, like, holding hands and telling each other we love each other all the time and kissing every once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she, she kind of feels like maybe that was a little bit of prep, prepare, what's the word, preparation for her. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, and so she's, she's being the better person. She's not throwing a hissy fit or causing a confrontation or anything like that. She's just biding her time till school gets out. Um, and I'm proud of her. You know, that's good you know, for her. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I think I'm madder at him than she is. <laughs> For real. <laughs> How could you when I found my out, daughter? Yeah. No, I'm serious. Because he did not appear. He, I mean, we had a lot of conversations with him. And he has a lot of struggles going on in his family. I mean, he did not strike me as the type of boy, you know. And to be honest, I don't think he did it on purpose. I really think, um, I don't know, my daughter's high drama. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I think he just got tired, you know, of he just wants everything to be easy. And so anytime anything yeah. happens that's not easy, he was just like, whatever, get over it. So I don't know. I don't know. But wow. it's a good lesson for have her. You, yeah. Have you ever done um, temperament? 
study with Mm-mm. her or Mm-mm. oh that What's would be that? so interesting i i just went yeah. to a seminar yesterday that was so insightful yeah. it really helped me a lot in terms of figuring out what i am um mm-hmm. what my husband is what my daughter it, it just with relationships in general this lady was yeah. phenomenal she's a doctor of psychology so she got her phd and she mm-hmm. was just so, I mean, she she talked about the different categories. You've heard of sanguine, mm-hmm. uh, all of the, you know, choleric and the other um, the other two categories. It, it's very, it, each one of them has strengths. Each one of them has weaknesses. And she did this seminar from a Christian perspective. So it was mm-hmm. all looking at, you know, God created each person differently. None of these one is not better than the other. It's just the temperament that you're born with. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, you know, all of the strengths are things that God created you with. All the mm-hmm. weaknesses are things that sin has brought about. So mm-hmm. in order to, yeah, yeah, in order to overcome that sin, you have to walk in the spirit. And the spirit, you know, when you actually see change in those areas, you can praise God because you know that his spirit is at work in your life. Um, and it just gives you a real good handle on things like, you know, are you, are you the type of person that lives by your emotions? Are you the yeah. type of person that is, wants to be in control all the time? Are you a leader? Are you any, you know, just, and it gives you all these different, um, different questions to answer, just one word things that you put, that you rate yourself. And then Mm -hmm. it gives you the categories that are strongest in your temperament. Now, personality Mm -hmm. is something that is learned. So you, you know, your family background, makeup and all of that stuff plays into your personality that's learned, but your temperament (laughs) is is funny. Yeah. So, so it's real, it was interesting and it would be interesting with, with her just to see, okay, yeah. you know, we're going to be dealing with relationships all our lives. So it's yeah. pretty important to know how to converse with somebody who may be the opposite spectrum of you. Yeah. Because they're and not I, going to like the high drama. They're not going to yeah. understand that. And you have to yeah. speak differently to them. So No, I, I think that's a perfect example because I really, and I say high, I don't mean necessarily, sometimes she can be negative high drama, but for the most part, she's a feeler and she's very, you know, um, yes, she's very motive. passionate mm-hmm. and he was very kind of way laid back. Do you know what I mean? And so yes. I, I just, honestly, I think it was more because she had a situation right before they broke up the first time where a bunch of her friends, they had all these issues, which I think I told you about. And so that's, that's when we think he started going, okay, I don't want to deal with any of this. I just want an easy relationship, yeah. which honestly is just a sign of, I mean, he's 15. Mature, you know, you can't expect right? him to be mature in that situation. So all right. I say, I, I think that he got tired of the drama going around with her friends and this other girl liked him and was hanging out with him and lived next door and all that kind of stuff. And they were just friends. Um, yeah. And I think that um, when they broke up, you know, I think he really cares about her, Taylor. I just think that he just didn't, he wanted an easy relationship that wasn't a supervised. The other girl is allowed to do whatever she wants, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's okay. It's just, it's kind of sad. And, and I, I hear you. 
it's my baby, you know, and, and yes. I'm just real, oh, like he didn't tell her about the girl. They just started holding hands in the hallway like two days later. And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, makes yeah. me really glad that I was not allowed to, literally not allowed to date when I was in high school. I did not yes. have boyfriends. I didn't have to deal with any of that. I didn't have to worry right. about it. <laughs> right. You know, you go, is she in, um, open to or interested in reading books about relationships? I I don't know. No. This one might be a little bit, okay. She I was going to say this might to read. It's so sad. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to get her to listen to some audio books, but. Okay. Um, okay. Here, here's the thing. I have a girlfriend across the street who loves my daughter, and um, so she she knows all about this because we talk about it. And yeah. So she's like, I'm gonna start taking her to coffee. I said, good, because she doesn't listen yeah. to me. Like my yeah. daughter loves yeah. me, but she tunes me out if I say more than ten words in a sentence. You know. Wow. Um, she's like, she's like, okay, I'm gonna take her out. We're gonna go have coffee and talk about boys and stuff. I'm like, okay, go for it. Totally trust you. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then the other thing is just keeping my daughter busy, you know. So we actually just lined up. A, uh, my whole street is in on this, and she has no idea. It's so fun. Um, <laughs> my other neighbor owns her own little business. You know, she makes, like, crafts and stuff like that. So okay. she's going hi- to hire Taylor to help her over the summer, you know, and, mm-hmm. and let her take pictures, you know. And then we're letting her do this horse camp thing, you know. So we're just trying to keep her busy so that she won't just sit here all summer and, and think about it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've always let her do a whole lot of social stuff because she's very social, and but I'm just trying to keep her mind off it a little bit. And I think when the summer comes around, it'll be easier because she sees them all the time right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. I'm going gonna, gonna to send you this temperament questionnaire. There's one for, for teens, and then there's also one for um, for adults. So, I mean, okay. if you're at all cool. interested, if you're not, yeah. it's deal, but it just, it, it, you know, it's just interesting, I think. It's, I, think. I think it would be good for my husband and I to take. I, I think yeah. anything, yeah. we're complete opposites. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, yeah. And my husband and I are. I, I'm yeah. a phlegmatic melancholy, which is interesting yeah. because, you know, one of the things that they say, um, they also give, like, jobs that these this temperament usually takes or is, oh, yeah. is, is um, an author was one of them for me. Interesting. <laughs> wow, look at that. <laughs> I have no idea um, what I am, but it'll be interesting to take because my husband's yeah. real laid back, you know, very calm and very, like, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Sometimes he'll come, I, you know, I have a paper planner with all the stuff okay. I do every yeah. week. Yeah. And he'll yeah. look at it and he'll be like, Lindsay, yeah, like, what are you thinking? You know, I'll have like 42 things on Monday, you know. Okay. Yeah. And so yep. Yep. he comes in and moves everything around for me, you know, and and like yesterday it was really funny because, I, I mean, those taxes really did me in. Math is not my thing anyway. Um, and I was trying to finish something for a, a publisher and I just could not, I couldn't think. And I called him and I'm like, what do I do? I can't think. And he's like, yeah. just go get Chick-fil-A. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, Lindsay, because he knows me. He knows if I sit here, I'll just sit here yeah. and sit here and sit here trying to figure it out. So he made me leave. And by the time I came back, I figured it out, you know. So he okay. just knows me. He knows me really well. But it'll be interesting to see what our personalities are. Cause... Would you consider yourself introspective? 
Um, yeah, definitely. Um, okay. I'm mm-hmm. definitely an introvert, which most of my clients think is hysterical, but because I talk all huh. the time to you. But I'm okay. an introvert and um, okay. very, um, I don't know, deep kind of person yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of, a lot of, um, what's the word, like self-evaluation and all yes. that kind of stuff. Yes. And are, are you pretty, pretty hard on yourself? Would you say? Not as much as I used to be. <laughs> I've gotten better okay. at that. Um, okay. My kids, let's just say my kids will start any conversation I have with them with, Mom, can you please keep this to, like, 50 words or less? You know, okay. they, it's not that they don't <laughs> value me. They just know that I, you know, will sit there and talk their ear off forever, you know. Right. So I don't know, relational, that kind of thing. But I'll, I'll take it and tell you what I show up as because it will be interesting cool. to see. Cool. Yeah. Okay. For sure. That sounds <laughs> great. Well, I will be, I'll have to be praying for your daughter too. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. She'll be okay. I Like I said, she I will. think I'm madder at him than she is, and I need to get yeah. over it because I'm just like, <laughs> I, I I told my husband, I was like, is it wrong? Like, I want to text him. He's like, no. And I'm like, I want to run over him in the street. He's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to tell everybody what he did. He's like, no. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I won't do any of it. It's just venting, but it's, it's wow. you know. It's your baby. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, enjoy the rest of your week. You too. Thanks. I'll I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.